Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome back to hour number two of The Huddle, 1108, July 9th. Great to have you with us this morning. Dave, Pete, Charlie, we're all here and. Such a pleasure to be joined by our next guest. Sloan Martin is the voice of the Minnesota Lynx on Bally Sports North. Sloan, uh, I have been a fan of yours for a very, very long time, uh, and it's just, it's just great to have you join us this morning. Thanks for uh, making some time for us today. Yeah, I'm glad you guys are back and we can talk about Lynx basketball because, boy, has it been a roller coaster to get to this point in the season. It's uh, things have changed a lot in the past couple of weeks. Uh, all of a sudden, they're on a nice little tear. I think six uh, is it six straight wins coming into five their straight, game. Yeah. Five straight. Thank you. Coming into their game uh, with Vegas tonight. What has changed for this team in your eyes? Well, it has been uh, a team that we've seen really come together. Just to recap, this is a team that started. Oh, and six to start this year. And that was just one loss off the all-time franchise. Worst start to a season of 0-7 in 2007. Things were looking desperate. But then it started to turn. You have Nafisa Collier, who is the former WNBA Rookie of the Year. She's a three-time All-Star. This year will be heading off to Vegas next week to compete in the All-Star game. And she has taken her game to a completely different level. She started with Minnesota as a rookie from the first time she stepped on the court. So polished so productive but she's now been the kind of player who can carry this team and lead them to wins by being aggressive and being the one to take shots when they need it instead of passing things off it's really her team she's the sole captain at the first time that's happened under Cheryl Reeve and then you have rookies like Diamond Miller the number two overall pick just this last year in 2022 uh, 2023 who has been so Strong brings a new element with her ability to run the floor and score in transition. She's so good at that, so quick. And then Dorothy Juhas, the number 16 overall pick, looking like a gem in this draft, holding her own in the paint defensively, just went up against Brittany Griner, going to have to go up against Asia Wilson tonight at Target Center. So all these things have come together to make this team look really good. Plus, the schedule has really been in their favor. They've been able to win these five games against teams lower than them in the standings, but that's what makes tonight so interesting is going up against just a two-loss team in Las Vegas. You know, Sloan, it's, it, it is impressive, and I think what I'm impressed with is not only the fact that they've won five in a row and eight of the last ten, but I think it's impressive to see them actually step up with the high-scoring game. They took a couple of games away if they could storm. And then a low-scoring game against the Mercury, they also were able to step it up. And that's not always everybody. Everybody has a different sort of a, a makeup, but it's interesting to see that the Lynx, 
they've done well at both sides of that. And it's, it, it shows a lot about what they're doing and, and the fact that they're not just an offensive team, not just a defensive team, but they're able to adjust. And it, 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 I think it looks very impressive so far how they're winning these games. Yeah, Cheryl Reeves says that this, this is a team that now has an identity, and that's not what she was saying earlier on this year. And something that has been so strong, you're right, is that it started out with the way they were able to collect those wins to get back to 500. It really was their offense. Cecilia Collier, in one point, had you know three or no two. What was it? She's had four 30-point games, and she had three in a four-game span just recently in the last couple of weeks and how she's been able to turn it up. But you're right in bringing up that Phoenix game from just two days ago where it was a game where Reeves said that they were not crisp, they were not executing how they wanted to, but they were still able to grind out this kind of win when things weren't perfect. It was a kind of game where they had a 24-point lead. Phoenix whittles it down to eight in the fourth quarter, and that's the kind of game where you could see the early links just collapsing, potentially losing that game altogether because of that kind of comeback attempt. They had a team win a game when they were down by 19 earlier in the year, the Atlanta Dream. So a little bit of deja vu could have been again, but they were able to overpower Phoenix, and that's what's been certainly a big difference with this team too. But you're right, holding Phoenix to that season low, uh, you know, is a really strong indicator, even though Phoenix is certainly, um, you know, in a tough spot this season. Sloan Martin, voice of the Minnesota Lynx for Valley Sports North, joining us this morning on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Uh, Sloan, I've said this the entire season, and I'll probably shout this from the rooftops forever, that Cheryl Reeve is is arguably one of the best basketball coaches, men's or women's, at the professional level uh, in a really long time. How much of this, once again, is her learning her team, learning strengths, weaknesses, and then retooling the game plan around them? She seems to do this all the time, regardless of the roster. She's only missed the playoffs twice, once in her first year and once last year. I'm constantly amazed at the job she does of managing the talent on her roster and making it work. Yeah, can you believe that last year ended an 11-year span of making the playoffs and having an above 500 record, and that was only one off of tying the all-time WNBA record? And you're exactly right. You know, I was thinking about it when, you know, this team was 0-6, and, you know, the discussion was could this team compete for a potential number one or number two draft spot when it comes to the WNBA draft lottery? And we don't know if, you know, Paige Beckers or Caitlin Clark is going to be coming out this year. They could stay another year potentially but those are the players you're kind of eyeing if you do have that kind of season and unfolds that way where you are in the lottery but you also think not only has Cheryl talked about you know that's not something that you know she's ever going to do or has ever been directed to do um, you know by ownership but also she's just too good of a coach (laughs) to really have the bottom completely fall out for them so that is certainly a huge reason of why things have turned around certainly the personnel that she has and she also put that on them and the coaching staff early on she said we need to do a better job uh, when it comes to our rotation when it really comes to 
to what things are going to look like at different spots in the game. And they've gotten such a strong handle of that right now. A great example of that is a player off the bench, a Serbian player, uh, Nina Milic, who's really strong off the bench for this team, but she wasn't seeing a lot of consistent minutes early on. And Reeve said, you know, Nina really gave us grace as we figured out what this is going to look like. So there was an adjustment for sure with this coaching staff and what this team was going to look like. And, you know, you're, to me, it's not arguable when it comes to, you know, one of the greatest of all time. And you just look at, you know, she just went to third all time in WNBA history in all time yeah. coaches wins. She's the winningest active coach, um, you know, in the WNBA right now. So, clearly you know a huge role in making sure that this team was able to climb out of where they were at you know sloan i'm curious is there something specific that collier has done to this year she's shooting her field goal percentage is just outrageously solid i mean it's it's closing in on 50 percent so it's it's impressive and it's it's extremely better than it was just last year the year before that is there something she did different in the offseason to get herself into the position that she is now where she's just shooting so well? She says this was the hardest offseason she's ever had and the hardest she's ever looked, oh, ever worked. Let's backtrack. She gave birth in May 2022, <laughs> comes back for four games last year, wanted to be on the court with Sylvia Fowles at least one more time, clearly was not you know close to the kind of athlete that we're used to seeing and then it was this offseason where she just worked and she also grew her game she said she now loves three-pointers she's shooting them at a higher rate now and consistently she says now it's just another shot to me not something that has that extra pressure that goes along with it and that is a huge difference maker her ability to penetrate and shoot over players of any size And this fadeaway that she has is so beautiful, the way that she executes it. It has just become her go-to shot to score over anyone, particularly in that mid-post. But this is where I also bring up the rookies again, where they've been able to help transform what this team looks like. And from Fee's perspective, that means for her a lot of time playing at the three. And the Lynx love when she's at the three because of those mismatches she's able to get because she's going to have the length the size and the post-up ability to go against other small forwards in the WNBA. So she has just been working hard, developing her game, but I think she's also talked about her mindset to be aggressive. Cheryl Reeve really challenged her earlier this season. She said, other teams don't know who our best player is. And that cannot happen when you are the sole captain, you're the face of the franchise right now, and you're now forced into that veteran role as she was. And she has embraced that and really elevated her game in such a huge way. But it has been not only from the skill set, but also like I need to be the one who is stepping up big in these moments, taking these shots and putting it in. Sloan Martin joining us this morning on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Uh, Sloan, I want to ask you really quickly, because uh, we haven't had a chance to talk to you since this really kind of started to play into a, a factor, is the WNBA prioritization rule. Uh, yes. Basically letting their, making sure that their players don't play overseas or that at least they come back in time uh, for the WNBA season. And how that plays into Namisha, Namisha Collier and her league that she's going to be starting. I, I'm curious uh, amongst the Lynx players and management what how they feel about this prioritization rule because it does cause these players to miss out on a lot of money now that they don't recoup when they come play in the WNBA how, what is the thought about this rule and and will this allow the league that 
Collier is going to be trying to start up here. Will that take off, do you think? You know, it's interesting. It's it's a somewhat polarizing one. You have players like using Kayla McBride of the Minnesota Lynx as an example. She has played overseas for all 10 years of her career. She has been such a grinder playing in Turkey most recently, and that is usually the league that ends up being one of the later ones to come in. And there are players who are extremely outspoken against it, um, who say that this is eating into my earnings, that they try and really stack what they make, knowing that basketball careers are only so long. They're not going to be doing it forever. They have to find every opportunity possible to be able to bring in the income, support their families. And the WNBA, the Players Association, made that concession in the last CBA that owners wanted to be able to have their stars in for training camp. And this next coming season is when it fully clamps down. So if you are not there at the start of training camp, we're not going to be seeing those players. That's how strict Mm -hmm. it is. It's not just a suspension. It is not just a delay, but it really does get quite strict in making sure those players are back, which is what the owners wanted. You do have some players like Collier, like Brianna Stewart, who announced Unrivaled, that three-on-three league you're talking about that's going to be appearing this winter in Miami, who feel like we want to be stateside. We are starting families. Both of those players are mothers. Our priorities have changed. Certainly, even if they're not playing in Russia, for example, the entire ordeal with Brittany Griner certainly spooked players, too, about what could potentially happen um, and just kind of... um, you know, things that could happen when they do go overseas. So there has been this focus and always trying to make it possible for players to stay near their families, for example. And she was talking this week and said, they also want to build this culture of the off season to help build the WNBA and women's basketball as well. I mean, look at summer league in the NBA, look at free agency, look at the mm-hmm. draft. It really becomes this entire year where the NBA is gripped by basketball fans and everyone's tuning in to see what's happening, even outside those 82 games and trying to make that happen in the WNBA in people's own backyards as well. So it'll be interesting to see. And everyone, including Cheryl Reeve talked about how excited she is. She wants to see it succeed and they do say they're going to have salaries competitive with WNBA salaries but they feel like having three on three one-on-one other competitions is just going to create that spark be more exciting give people things uh, you know to talk about around this league it's just going to be a little bit different Slow. Well, thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead, Pete. No, no, no. I, I know we probably are pushed up against it no, so you're it's good. okay but great to have you on Sloan really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much. Anytime. Uh, Sloan Martin, the uh, much more successful half uh, of, <laughs> of the household, by the way. Um, how did Matthew oh, no. like the Taylor Swift concert? Did you bring him or let's be honest, did he bring you? Because I feel like he's a Swifty. No, you know what? Frankly, he's not. So it was me bringing him <laughs> along. But this is also... So it's in June. Both of our birthdays are in June. So, like, when tickets came out, we're like, let's just do it. I mean, to go to – I've never been to a stadium concert before, a U.S. Bank stadium or elsewhere at all. So just to experience huh. a kind of act like that. Mm. I definitely – on the spectrum of Swifties, you know, if you have, you know, kindergarten to Ph.D. level, I'm maybe like a, 
a junior in high school. I'm not like obsessed, <laughs> but I'm a fan. You know, we're like the same age, and I've always appreciated her music. He also was really interested in the opening act, Girl in Red, which I think you should also explore. That's a really great act. But it was overall just like the whole experience. I mean, I feel like that is something you look back in, you know, a dozen plus and even longer right. decades to come, and you were like, I was there at the Eras Tour, so no regrets. <laughs> Uh, Sloan, thank you. Great to have you. I would love to do this again sometime uh, before we're done with the season. I hope you'll join us again. Thanks so much. Yeah, for sure. Thanks. Sloan Martin, voice of the Minnesota Lynx on uh, Bally Sports North. Great, great stuff uh, on everything Minnesota Lynx, who have the Las Vegas Aces today going for their sixth straight win. We'll take a quick break and come back. You're listening to the Huddle on 830 WCCO. (laughs) Well... (laughs) Welcome back to the huddle. If you missed it, uh, we had Sloan Martin on, who is the TV play-by-play voice for the Minnesota Lynx. Some great, great stuff. Uh, we'll have that up later. You can check out the podcast on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So make sure you check that out later today. Uh, Pete, you just brought this up. Greg Popovich hmm. has agreed to a new five-year contract extension worth $80 million. <laughs> He's 74 right now. Which would mean if he coaches till the end of this, he would be darn near 80 years old. It's amazing. Uh. And that's incredible that – I'll say this. Um, you know, with, with him and now that he's got Victor Wimanyana, which we were talking about in the break, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm not the biggest NBA fan in the world, but I'm so excited to see this kid uh, play in the NBA. What amazes me most about Popovich, and, and often coaches who coach later – but they still find a way to get the most out of kids that are a full generation <laughs> younger than them. Yeah. And that's you know this like that's hard to do. And and when you were playing, I think there was I think coaches were a lot older yeah. when you played. It's tough to bridge that gap sometimes, but he's done that for so long now. Yep. And I think that's part of the secret sauce is that that they respect him because he's been around, because he's had the longevity of being this coach that so many players, great players, have always you know looked up to him and thought what a what a wonderful uh, coach that he really is. So, I don't think he's going to get all five years in, Dave. I'm guessing it, Pop Pop will give it three, but if they haven't gotten that championship, my guess would be yeah. he's going to say, you know, <laughs> I don't out. need all five years. I don't need all eighty million. I think I'll walk away. <laughs> and, and he's had. He's had some really good big men. I mean, he had yeah. a, a little bit of David Robinson and went to Tim Duncan, and now yeah. he's got v- Victor Wembanyama. He's coached with the Spurs for 27 years. It's amazing. If I'm doing that math right, 96 he took over, which means by the end of this, he'll be over 30 years with one team. That's you know, incredible. It, and that's in a sport, you know, a sports world, I should say, not just this sport, but a sports world where – it that's unheard of you know yeah. if you if you go 10 years somewhere you know that's a pretty good run he has I, to be I, the I, longest tenured coach now of any sport right i would think so i would think so maybe there's somebody over in soccer in europe or something i don't know but uh, <laughs> yeah it's it is amazing and he's he's had a call from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Great run, and, and for the most part, they've been very, very competitive. Um, my only hitch with this whole thing is that I'm pretty confident that those guys uh, tanked last year. So, oh yeah, that's that's my you only so? issue. Where I I look at that and I think you know I I'm a, I've been a very critical guy of Adam Silver and I continue to be for I think all the right reasons. But uh, that would be one more reason because it is great that he gets to coach this kid. But uh, how he got there is uh, I'm not so sure that that's the smoothest best transition I've ever seen either. You know what? I want to live long enough that I get to a point where I do whatever the heck I want to do. And I don't care what anyone else thinks. Because you know what? If I'm Greg Popovich and I'm yeah. 74 years old, heck yeah, I'm tanking. <laughs> I don't care what you think. I'm going to get another contract for $80 million. I'm going to get this generational talent in, yep. in Victor Wembignana. And then I'm going to go win another title in a couple of years. <laughs> and And this next contract is going to make his great, great, great great grandkids wealthy as they're born <laughs> sure why not tank it go ahead <laughs> well you know <laughs> you make a point there that's I, <laughs> I don't know if he did but i you know i i just i think this is a this is a larger argument that i just i still think it's really it's incredibly difficult to tank for a whole season um, just because there's so many moving parts that you have to get on board and so many of these players have have uh, benchmarks built into their contracts that they want to reach for that extra money. Yeah, I just feel like it'd be tough. But I mean, if anyone's going to do it, right? Isn't Pop going to be like, "Listen, guys, we're we're just going to do this because I'm 74 and I don't give a you know what, and I I'm Popovich, so I said so." I think I think it's the total opposite, Dave. I think Popovich is such a guy that he says. I may not have the players, but I'm going to do my darndest to win. I, I think this was more of a front office uh, uh, discussion with the, the presidents of the organization saying, we're just not going to give you anybody to win the games. You can try, but it's not going to work. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, how many guys can you name on the off the top of your head on the San Antonio Spurs this year? Yeah. <laughs> that guy well, go from ahead. Baylor. Last year. <laughs> that guy. That's that guy from Baylor. Okay. Okay. Hair, let's go quick. You know. Let's play. Is it? Oh, here you go, Gorgie Jang. <laughs> Gorgie Jang, who once uh, was a Minnesota Timberwolf. Trey Jones was is on there. Um. Anyway, can you name? Can, we should have a segment. Is this a San Antonio Spur or is this a 
former – is this a politician in another state? and See how many we could actually name correctly. <laughs> All right, we'll step aside, take a quick break. We will come back after this and chat about the hazing scandal uh, going on at Northwestern. We'll do that next. Some pretty strong opinions as well. You're listening to The Huddle on 830 WCCO. Welcome back to The Huddle. Dave, Charlie, Pete, great to have you with us. We've talked a lot of uh, basketball this morning, both twins uh, – both, excuse me, both Lynx – uh, and Minnesota Timberwolves, as well as uh, just a little while ago, talking about um, Greg Popovich's new contract. Just a quick uh, note to you: we'll take you up till noon today. Inside Twins is after that, and then Twins pregame, and the Twins take on the Orioles uh, later this afternoon. Northwestern, the University of Northwestern, uh, is in a bit of a uh, scandal. I don't know if, you, if it's reached scandal status yet, or if it, at this point is just uh, it, it's getting there. I won't necessarily go into the details. You can uh, read it and and look at it yourself. There has been hazing throughout that football program, and a a student who wanted to remain anonymous went to the student newspaper, uh, and and it's had got steam. They've done some investigation. They have deemed that there is uh, there was hazing going on, uh, and that Pat Fitzgerald was suspended for two weeks without pay. Two weeks. Uh, there's a lot to unpack in the story, Pete, uh, not the least of which is the fact that hazing is still even going on and still even happening in 2023. I was shocked. Uh, I know when I played high school football in the 90s, it was something that happened, and I and I remember it, and I remember being part of um, it was just something you accepted. We now know that it shouldn't be something you just accept. I would imagine when you played, it was very much a part uh, of of, a, of your locker room, and I know your feelings on that were it needs to, it needed to go away then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'll tell you, I, and I'm going back to 1981 at the University of Minnesota, and it wasn't it wasn't terrible by any stretch of the imagination. It was nothing like what uh, not uh, what I'm reading in the Northwestern, at least so far, uh, and and what has been reported at least. Um, it was nothing like that. Ours was uh, was more of the fun-loving type, I guess, if you want to call it that. But I didn't like it at all. Um, and I was lucky enough to be a guy who uh, had enough early uh, success, if you want to call it that. I was a captain as a sophomore. And uh, one of the very first things I said to the guys, I said, look, all this stuff that I've seen previous to now uh, is never going to happen again while I'm the captain. You're just, it's just not going to mm-hmm. happen. You're not going to tape a guy to a goalpost, which, Good you know, you. I know that's relatively harmless or whatever, but you know what I, what I told the rest of the team was, I said, Hey, look, when you come here as a freshman and you're 18 years old or whatever age you might be, you might be 17, 17, 18, 19 years old. You come here as a freshman, especially if you're from out of state, but even people from in state and you're from a smaller town and everything. And, Suddenly you've got this group of guys who grab you and do this and do that. And they tape you up and they do these goofy things to you that they think are funny. Um, It just isn't helpful. It's not. And I know that, you know, well, you know, we're just having fun. You know what? It's not fun. It's not fun for somebody that is Mm -hmm. come from somewhere else and they're already uncomfortable. They're around a lot of people. They're somewhat intimidated, maybe. And, and whatever, because I felt all those emotions personally. Um, and I never got hazed. I never was the guy, unfortunately for me. I was not that guy who got hazed. But I would watch this stuff, and I'm like, I can't believe you guys are doing this. Why would you do that to that guy? Yeah. You know, and I, I just and, – and it was – 
far more on the fun-loving side than what at least what I've read so far about what's going on at Northwestern. And if if Pat was aware of that stuff, I think I've always I've known him for a long time, and I'd never heard anything about this. But I, I can tell you that if that's the case, what what we're reading and some of the different storylines, it's just unacceptable. So yeah. the fact that they're reviewing it, I think, is a great idea because. I think that it's going to be a little bit more uh, than the slap on the wrist that yeah. presently is what they're doing. And, and and I think that's deserved. And I think it from the president to the athletic director, I think they've got to make some of those decisions um, and, and do it fairly quickly. I mean, get the right stories, but but get this done the right way and clean this up now before it gets any further or any worse. Uh, I think you've got to you've got to address that. I remember when I played high school football. In, in the 90s, mm-hmm. we did have hazing, and, mm-hmm. and I did have, and, and I was subject to it. Mm-hmm. And I remember in our, you know, when in preseason, when you get to high school and thinking, I remember losing sleep over it. You know, we yeah. got taped to, to, to things, and you had to play mud baseball. I mean, like you'd run inside as soon as the double session, you know, one of your sessions was over to try to not get caught into it. And our football coach knew it happened, but he did nothing about it. It was just something that we did. And we now know in 2023 that that's not something you should just do. No. It's harmful, not only to a kid's well-being physically, but mentally. It, it does terrible things to your mental state. Mm-hmm. And it has nothing to do with football. It has nothing to do with bringing players together. It has everything to do with bullying and keeping people in rank. And that's not how you garner a team atmosphere, like you said, Pete. I'll say this about, about Pat Fitzgerald. If he didn't know, if he knew about it, then shame on him for letting it happen on his watch. And, and there are accounts that say, yes, he knew about it. And I'm sure at some point we're going to find out. If he knew about it, shame on him. But if he didn't know about it, shame on him even more. <laughs> for not knowing what was going on in his program as the head football coach. Right. And I, my only example that I know of a Division One coach is P.J. Fleck, and I'm pretty darn sure P.J. Fleck knows everything that goes on in his team. And if he doesn't, his assistant coaches know it, and they report back to him. Yeah, and that's so exactly sh- – So yeah. shame on him for knowing or not knowing, and shame on the school. It, it, for just saying to him, we're going to slap you on the wrist here with a two-week suspension in which he'll lose roughly $200,000 of the $5.7 million he's going to make that year. Yeah, That's 3% yeah. of his salary. That is ludicrous. Yeah, that, that you have to come down harder on somebody if, they, if, if it's proven out and everything else. Um, and obviously it's... It's just unfortunate that that anybody ever would think that's a great idea. I can tell you this: coaches that I played for did not allow it. Uh, you know, guys like Lou Holtz never—they never thought that was something that was part of the game at all. Uh, but you know, some of these coaches, for whatever reason, they're old school. Maybe they were—you know—I know that we all have seen movies about fraternities and mm-hmm. this and that and whatever. So it's we all we understand all of that, but that doesn't make it right. And it does—you know—I I, as a captain, I I just felt like it was my job to make sure that everybody we had the best team on the field, 
And I don't think you can put your best team on the field if you're if you've got guys that are getting hazed and they're uncomfortable and they want to leave and they want to transfer and they want to right. do this and that and they want to get home because they, they you know and then all of a sudden they're considered well that guy's a big baby no he's not you're, this is mm-hmm. not an okay thing and we should do the best we can as a team a group of people whether you're coaches or captains or whatever uh, to make sure that everybody has is is playing at the highest level they can and they're comfortable doing it, and they don't have to worry about at the end of practice who's going to get tackled and taped up. I mean, yep. it's it's just not okay. And, uh, you I, know, I, I read this thing, and I was frustrated the second I got through the yeah. first two, couple of sentences of the story. And and I'm – listen, this hits home for me, right? I, I was subject to this when I played high school football. And if you think that it's – if you're out there listening and you think, well, it's just not a big deal. It's just boys being boys. It's just It's just football. No, it's not. It has nothing to do with football. It has everything to do with lasting trauma that can stay with you. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not I'm I'm fine, but there are some extreme cases where it's it's really bad. Mm-hmm. You know, I was lucky enough that I lived in a home where I could go home be myself and I felt accepted. But some kids don't have that. This is their family, and that's rejection. Pete, I'm curious, and you can tell me I'm wrong here, <laughs> but is it even conceivable? that a head coach of a Division I football program could have something like this going on and, and truly not have any idea that it's happening? I don't know how, especially if, you know, at, at the stage that we are right now, Dave, where you've got coaches that on the low end are making 4 or $5 million a year, on the higher end they're making 10 to $12 million a year yep. um, in college football. Uh, they've got so many different coaches as part of the staff and there are guys that are literally some of their job is to be in the locker rooms and kind of get an understanding of what's going on and what the sense is of the of the team at any given moment or whatever so I don't know how you could possibly not know of what's going on particularly um, in the case of what we're reading in in some of this stuff with Northwestern and the hazing that was going on there's there's just no way there's no way that somebody doesn't have some idea yeah. of what's going on. They might just turn their head, but yeah. the reality is they know it's there and they just don't want to ask any questions because they don't want to have to say that they know it's there, but they yeah. do. And, and that's a part of the problem as well. Well, shame on those players. Shame on, uh, on Pat Fitzgerald one way or the other, either, either for knowing or not knowing. Um, and I'm sure, like you said, this will, this will shake out uh, in the next few weeks because uh, let's be honest, two-week suspension is not – that's that's just not enough. And it's a bad look for Northwestern. No matter what, it's a bad look for them. Mm-hmm. It's going to look bad when they walk back on it and say, well, now he's suspended or, or fired or whatever happens. I don't think he's – I don't know what's going to happen. But they are going re- to look at this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, it, I mean, you can hear it. This, this makes me angry. And when I read this, it made me angry. And the more I talk about it <laughs> – uh, it, it, it makes me angry, Pete, because it's just there's no place in this with this in sports, in football or in any sport. Uh, and I and I thought in 2023 that maybe we were done with this kind of garbage. But clearly I was wrong. Mm-hmm. And, and it's it's still going on. So um, if you want to weigh in on this, we'll uh, we do have another. We got some time to go here. Uh, love to have your calls and texts on this topic as well. Six five one four six one nine two two six. It's the city's one plumbing talk and text line. Uh, we'll go through some of those uh, coming up next. We'll take a quick break. Step aside. You're listening to the Huddle at eight three zero WCCO. 
Welcome back to the huddle, 11.53. We're taking you up to inside Twins at the top of the hour, then Twins pregame, then at 1.10. Twins take on Baltimore. Joe Ryan taking the hill today for the Twins. I believe this is the last game before the All-Star break, correct? Yeah. And they're on the yeah. they're on the break. Uh, interestingly enough, you know who the opposing pitcher is today for Baltimore? Hmm. Kyle Gibson. <laughs> Former twin Kyle Gibson is eight and six this year, four point seven three ERA, seventy eight strikeouts though. Uh, Joe Ryan's had a pretty nice year, eight and five, three point four two ERA. So it'll be, um, I believe, Sonny Gray and Pablo Lopez goes go to the All Star game at this point uh, for the Twins. Eh, could you have made an argument that Joe Ryan deserved to be there? Uh, yeah, you could, could you? You could make a much better argument that Joe Ryan should be there over uh, Pablo Lopez. I think uh, one, one of the factors here, though, is well, he's pitching today. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. pitching today. He's not going to pitch on Tuesday. So, who's in? Is there? Who's in the home run derby this year? Eight oh, guys. It's a great list. Is it a good list? Yeah. Finally. Yeah. yeah. No, it's 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 pretty good, and it and it's. A lot of the big guys know they're not able to do it. Of course. But, uh, but there's some, yeah, because there's always going to be that. I mean, obviously, guys like Otani, they just, you know, he's had on and off with a little bit of injuries. I think it would be foolish, but you never know. But, uh, yeah, they got some they got some big names coming up. It's going to be. So here you go. First round matchups for the Home Run Derby, which is tomorrow. I love the Home Run Derby. I've always yeah. loved the Home Run Derby. <laughs> Luis Robert Jr. Uh, against Adley, is it Rutschman? Yep, you got it. We'll, we'll be playing Adley Pete Alonso. today. Pete yeah, Pete Alonso, Julio Rodriguez, Mookie Betts against Vlad Guerrero Jr., uh, and Adolis Garcia and Randy Arozarena. Arozarena. Thank you. Um, I love uh, Pete Alonso. I love and I love Vlad. I love. I really love Vlad Guerrero Jr. Just because his swing is. is just, I mean, it's it's his dad all over again. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> his swing is just. I mean. I, and I'm guessing every time he's swinging, he's swinging. I won't even say for the fences. I think he swings for like the moon every time. <laughs> I just love the way that guy swings the bat. Um, so I, I, the home run derbies tomorrow night. That's always my favorite all-star game on Tuesday uh, after that. So, uh, boy, I'll tell you, the Twins, the, maybe the all-star break's coming at a good time. I, I don't know. They've lost two straight to the Orioles. Uh, it, it, when the, the pitching, the pitching's been good. The pitching has been good, but they good just day. can't. The pitching's been uh, incredible. They're tops in and the they cannot, just about everything. They cannot get run support. I, and I feel like that's been this season. It like, has. <laughs> the, bat, the bats are good a game. The pitching's down. The pitching's great. The bats are down. And, and more often, the pitching has been great and the, and the bats have been down. I mean, yeah. and I don't know how you fix I, I don't know how you fix that other than just to hope guys get out of a slump. Well, you uh, but you know, it's got to be fixed. Dave, I think what the problem is, and they just haven't addressed it, I don't understand why. Uh, it's pretty simple, I think. When you watch these guys, they literally swing for the fences, right? Which is why we've done pretty well as far as home runs. But we're also, by far, the the most strikeouts. <laughs> and I'm yeah. not talking pitching. I'm talking about batting. The most strikeouts in all of Major League Baseball by 45. So that just shows you they're going for it all or nothing. And yep. that's that's been the story. That's, that's it. why we're a 500 team. We're 5-5 five and five in the last 10. We we say that almost every single Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> but we still lead the Central. Right. No, <laughs> and we don't. We we're half a, half a game behind. Sorry, we're half game back. That's right. Oh, Thank God. you. 
<laughs> we're a half game back uh, to Cleveland. Uh, hey, really quick, couple uh, notes in here to the Cities One Plumbing Talk and text line. Uh, someone asking, please make it clear that the hazing was done at Northwestern in Chicago, not the one in uh, Roseville, which is, yes, it's it's the Big Ten uh, Northwestern, the one that is coached by Pat Fitzgerald. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then another one saying, if it happened in Northwestern, do you think it doesn't happen in the SEC? Uh, listen, I'm I'm sure it happens in a lot more places that we don't know about. Right. But I do know this for sure, it has to stop. And and. <laughs> Hopefully they come down hard enough uh, that it does. Gentlemen, it's always fun. Enjoyed it. Let's do it again next week, okay? Let's do it. All right. Have a great week, everybody. See you next Sunday. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.